0: Kicking in some sound. All right, so I think, we got, I think we got sound now on our live. We are ready to go. What are we talking about today on our Planet Power Hour? Going to talk about a few things. The Power Hour is all about talking about the daily headlines. That's what we're doing. And on the planet, strictly talk until 9. So, what are we visiting today? Well, we're going to talk about a few things. We're going to talk about (laughs) the 1.9 billion Powerball drawing that was. And hopefully, that is, right? And also, going to talk about today. Today is election day. We're going to visit a few things about Election Day today. I know not all of you are football fans, but we got to talk about the Saints Monday night football game last night. We just, we just have to. Also going to talk about Twitter. Their $8 verification charge now. Might um, even talk Howard Stern and his comments on Herschel Walker. And dare I say... How is it all right for some people to do it and not all right for other people to do it? Like if someone would have said something about another candidate the way that Howard Stern talked about Herschel Walker, it, it, it would be, it, it would, so much backlash. But I'm going to talk about that coming up later. And if we have time, the top passive-aggressive office behaviors... <laughs> We might get to that later, but we're going to start out the power hour today with the Powerball. Did you buy your tickets? I almost forgot yesterday. Was at my brother's house to watch the Saints game. We, We rotate homes. One week I have it, one week my brother has it, the next week my dad has it. So last night it was at my brother's house. And we're just about ready to watch the game. My dad goes, you got some Powerball tickets? Nope, did not. I, I totally forgot. I was busy yesterday, as I am every day, and as probably you are too, but totally slipped my mind. So my wife wouldn't get three of them, and I thought we were good to go. And I was looking around last night for numbers and searching, because what, they're supposed to do the drawing at 9.59, 10 o'clock, whatever it is. And it didn't happen last night. So, my biggest question was why. You know, obviously we got a reason, but is it the real reason? There, there could be some theories on to maybe why this was pushed back. I believe the drawing supposed to happen today. I pulled up this story from a local... TV station here, KLFY.com, and says here, I'm going to read it word for word. If you are patiently waiting for Monday night's Powerball numbers to be drawn, you'll have to wait a little longer. The Powerball drawing was delayed, and it's likely that the official results won't be known until later Tuesday. That's according to the Multi-State Lottery Association. They said that in a statement. Why? According to this story, the record-breaking $1.9 billion Powerball drawing was delayed because a participating lottery had issues processing sales. That's according to the officials in their statement. They also said, quote, Powerball requires all 48 participating lotteries to submit their sales and play data prior to the winning numbers being selected. Once Powerball receives the outstanding submission, the drawing can proceed. Hmm. You believe that? Are you going with that? Are you, are, are you inserting some kind of conspiracy theory into not having a Powerball drawing last night? Can it have something to do with the election? I'm not saying yes or no. Is it a turn the other way, look here kind of thing? I don't know. Some people may believe that, though. Now, nearly, uh, uh, still, according to the story from klfy.com, nearly three hours after the scheduled 9.59 hour time, central time, or 10.59 Eastern drawing, says it's against our policy to name the lottery that is experiencing the delay. So they can't even say which lottery it is that is experiencing the delay. Sorry, I had to take a drink of coffee. The winning numbers and recorded video of the drawing will be posted to the Powerball website and YouTube channel. The statement also said players should hold on to their tickets. I mean, come on. That that should be obvious. Should be obvious if you bought some Powerball tickets last night, hold on to your tickets cuz they're supposed to they're supposed to do the drawing at some point today. But we shall see. Um I'm not sure what time. They're still not saying what time that is or will happen. Uh, let's see if I can find anything in this story. The California Lottery said the issue was not happening in California, but another jurisdiction. Um, if you remember, uh, and, and I don't remember, you may, a similar issue delayed a Powerball drawing a couple weeks ago. In April, a Powerball drawing was delayed over four and a half hours for a similar reason. Now, in that drawing, Powerball stated that a participating lottery needed extra time to complete security protocols. Last summer, a Powerball drawing was delayed to allow several lotteries extra time to complete security protocols. Now, look, the conspiracy theory fun side of me says maybe there's something else to this. But could it be a mistake? Could it be an issue? Probably so. And I I guess the thing is, too, that with a $1.9 billion jackpot, they want to get it right. Or they should get it right and and not have any issues since since it is such a huge jackpot. But some people are buying it. Some people are not. Um, it's pretty good. Like go to the KLFY Facebook page. You can see some of the comments, uh, when they posted it, um, on what a few people are saying, but powerball.com at some point today, and I'm sure there's going to be some kind of release if this drawing does happen today, but 1.9 billion, man, if there's some issues with this lottery, with this amount of money, what's going to happen, but how much money could we win if we win the 1.9 billion dollar lottery like how much would you take home i had the i had the notes here, here and i think they have it a little bit on their website too chances um oh man let me find it cuz i had it i had it on my notes for today anyway After all the taxes are taken out, the $1.9 billion historic Powerball jackpot would be down to only $588,971,880. Still a lot. So who wins in this? The government. <laughs> the government going to win in this one because they're getting a, 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 a good bit of tax money with this appreciate you listening to the power hour again we're on the air on the planet all talk visiting some of the headlines of the day also live on our listen to the planet facebook page and also taking that information taking that information taking that video that's going to be on the new youtube channel the planet power hour with chris logan also the video will stay up on our planet facebook page if you want to Go back and watch it or watch it after the fact. You can do that. But maybe today, John says they're fortifying the Powerball results. I think, they, I think they could be. I think maybe something else could be going on with the Powerball. But will we get some numbers today? I guess the answer to that is maybe. So today also election day. Not going to tell you who to go and vote for. That is totally up to you. But go out and vote today. I believe polls open here in Louisiana till what? Like 8 o'clock tonight. But what they're saying is we may not have results for days. For days. So much technology and we still may not have election results for days so it's gonna be a, a wait and see game again remember they you know kind of debunked the no there's there's no there's no um, there's nothing going on with the 2020 election it's all it's it's all legit now there could be some issues. And days, seriously, you can, you, can, you can look that up. You can watch any news outlet. They are saying we could not, could not have election results for days. But if this red wave is coming, like many people are saying, can they deny the election results early? Will they be calling for election results to happen later on tonight remember staying up late back in the day stay up late to get the election results nope we might have that tomorrow and let's see if i can pull it up i had this story from foxnews.com and i'll call her kpj is it cool if i call her kpj the um what do you call her why can't I think of her official name? Um, she's like the press secretary. I guess that would be her um, White House press secretary, Karine Jean-Pierre. I'll call her KPJ for short. But she was blasted yesterday. This is according to a story from Fox News. Saying that waiting a couple of days for results is how elections are, quote, supposed to work. That's not how it's supposed to work. She says, quote, We may not know all the winners of elections for a few days. It takes time to count all the legitimate ballots in a legal and orderly manner. She said. then went on to say, that's how this is supposed to work. Don't think so. Twitter exploded as commentators on Twitter expressed their dismay that many states can no longer tally all the ballots they receive by the end of the election day itself. We have more people voting. Okay. Some are saying that counting ballots after election day undermines voter confidence. I have to kind of sort of believe that or uh, agree with that. I saw a local news outlet this morning. Um, how did they put it? It was something about... If you experience voter intimidation, make sure to report it to the Department of Justice. And that was a local station here in Lafayette. <laughs> it's like the, it, it, it's like trying to set something up. And, and again, I, I hope we can agree to disagree on, on some of this. And some of this stuff that I'm going to be talking about on the Power Hour. We may not agree on some things, but we'll be talking about a lot of different headlines of the day, every day during the power hour. One person said on Twitter about this, that's how it's supposed to work. Rick DeVos, he says, quote, this stuff is rapidly becoming like a 10-year-old trying to use the Jedi mind trick after seeing it in the movie. That's how this is supposed to work. That's how this is supposed to work. That's how this is supposed to work. Dad chuckles, smiles, pats kid on the head. Don't think that it should take days for us to get election results. Not in 2022. Now, the host of the situation with Michael Brown, former Secretary of Homeland Security, Michael Brown was one of the many commentators who expressed skepticism that despite improving technology, elections now somehow take longer to process. Said, quote, not only is she just flat out stupid, but think about this. When we counted paper ballots or punched ballots, remember Florida in 2000, like 22 years ago, the hanging chads and all that stuff. Says, we knew the results almost always by midnight, not two weeks. He says, this insanity has to stop. Is this red wave coming tonight? You know, watched a few news outlets this morning, and, and some of them are, are saying it. They're not officially saying it, but they are. And if you just look at, at what's happening In in the country, it may cause a lot of people to vote red or maybe vote the other way. Things are not going great. Your paycheck might be smaller. Your 401K is probably smaller. Gas prices are higher. Hank Williams Jr. said it back in the 80s. Interest rates up and the stock market's down. You're going to get mugged if you go downtown. The Mississippi's going dry. All that stuff, country boy can't survive. We're kind of reliving that again right now. America's not what it, what it once was, man. We're not that power. We are a joke now to other countries. We, we were once on top. <laughs> now it's like we're just peasants. And I, I think there could be a change today. I, I, I really do. But go out and vote however you think. I'm not, I'm not telling you to go vote a certain way. Go out and vote. But it could take, and, and they've been saying this for weeks, could take days for us to know. But what if there is this undeniable, undeniable red wave? That's coming. Big switch that's coming. Will it will it be denied? And, and also this too, you know. Let let's just say there's a change because look, there's there's no denying that the media is a little left leaning. Can we uh, agree on that? But maybe the majority of the country now voting Republican, then Democrat. Like, what's going to be the narrative now when when the majority saying we'd like a change? Will the media's tone and angle change or are they going to it's still going to be that Republicans are stupid and and all this other stuff? I mean, just the the rhetoric that's going on, if it would be the other way, there'd be a lot of I I would say if it would be going the other way, buy stock in Kleenex because there would be a lot of crying going on. But it's going to be interesting to see. If, if anything gets called tonight, probably some states will. There's going to be probably some battleground states that will, will not be called. And I, I, I think there's going to be a, a lot of mess tonight I, or tomorrow. I hope not. I hope not. And maybe, just maybe when they reveal those Powerball numbers, I'll win. And it won't even matter. <laughs> right? <laughs> maybe I'll win the Powerball. And it won't even matter. But go out and vote today. Uh see, John sent another. He has a link in the chat. Hillary Clinton has claimed right-wing extremists are literally going to steal the next election. I don't see how these elections are super secure. It's Twitter. So they, they were secure the last time and everything was right. This time, they might not be secure. But... It 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 won't be tonight. I I really I really don't think so. I hope it will be. I'll stay up late because because I like I like flipping around, you know. And there's just been so much going on with with the past elections. It's 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 intriguing to most people, and it's also for me entertainment to like go back and forth to like all the networks, you know, Fox News and MSNBC and ABC and CBS to, to just see the different point of views or sometimes the same point of views of all what's going on. And I will be doing that tonight, even though it's my wife and I's 26th anniversary today, which I got to say happy anniversary to my wife. Um, I'll be watching some some election results tonight just to see that how this whole fiasco is going to play out and how it's going to be played the next few days. So enough political talk. But again, we're going to be talking about some of that on the Power Hour. Still to come, got a few things to talk about. Probably going to talk about what Howard Stern said about Herschel Walker. That is on the way. Because again, if somebody else would have said said it about someone else, Be held to pay. Um, If we got time, the top passive-aggressive office behaviors. (laughs) What's going on in your office, man? You got some passive-aggressiveness going on in your office? Uh, Twitter's talking about an $8 verification charge. And boys and girls, last night, saints didn't look good. I think that the, the season's over. And, and I try to be a positive, not negative sports guy. I really do. I mean, look, right here, I'll show it to you if you watch it on Facebook Live. This was my printout of the 2022 Saints schedule. And even got a reel about it. You know, if you go back, you, you, can, you can check tape on this. Um, I have it right here saying that the Saints will go 12-5. and five. Uh-uh. No. Uh-uh, Chris. What were you thinking? Well, I was thinking that on paper, we're badass. On paper, the Saints are a great football team. On the field, not so much. Um... For those that were excited about Andy Dalton to get to get on the field and not Jameis Winston, again, hindsight's always 2020, but mm, no, not that much difference. And then now, you know, again, we really didn't get to see Jameis Winston. So I I feel gotta move on from him. Gotta move uh, of course we gotta move on from Dalton. Dalton, he's an older guy. And I say older, I mean that in terms of NFL old. He he doesn't have the legs that Jameis Winston does. Now, does Jameis Winston have 10, 15 years left? No. But does he have more years left in the NFL than Andy Dalton? Quite possibly so. But it it doesn't matter, man. It's almost like that, that team quit. It's almost like it's over, but... But it's like, it's schizophrenic because we look so good against Las Vegas. Now, I know it was Las Vegas last week. Um, it, it was Las Vegas, but man, we were dominant last week. I was hoping that team would show up last night, and they didn't. I'm not calling for Dennis Allen's head. I'm not. But I think there's some leadership issues when it comes to the coaching staff and then probably on the field. You know, when I I saw Honey Badger making some tackles uh, against the Raiders, I'm like, man, somebody got fired up. You know, maybe the captains of the team rallied the troops, and we were going to turn the season around because, look, the NFC South is garbage, okay? The NFC South is garbage. And I hope it's not the Tampa Bay Bucks again. You got Tom Brady probably kind of crying. I mean, dude lost his, his model wife and his kids over football. And so, but he got his 100,000 yards over the weekend, and, and then they got a, a last minute win. And I, I just hope it's not Tampa Bay to win the NFC South. But, dude, the NFC South, hot garbage. Saints, not looking good at all. Now, could it be schizophrenic again and beat Pittsburgh next week? Or, or I say next week, Sunday? We very well could. But well, that 12 and 5, and I'm showing it again if you're watching on Facebook Live on our Planet Facebook page. No. I didn't, I, I didn't do well. Atlanta said we would win. Tampa Bay, we would win. I said we'd lose at Carolina. Beat Minnesota. Uh, Seattle, Cincinnati. Look, in some of these games we were in, and we had turnovers, missed field goals early on. But still, we got this Sunday, Steelers. Then the Rams at home. Could we beat the Steelers? We could. Are we going to beat the Rams? Probably not. San Francisco? Probably not. At Tampa Bay? That's going to be another Monday night game. Probably not. By week, Falcons, Browns, Eagles, Carolina. I thought we would, I, I had on here that we would beat the Eagles. Mm-mm. No, Eagles probably stomp a mud hole in the Saints on on New Year's Day. That's how we're going to start the new year as Saints fans. Getting our asses kicked by Philadelphia. That's happy new year everybody. Who dat? That's how we're going to start our year. <laughs> uh Phil had a comment. Howard Stern no longer re- relevant. You are 100% correct, Phil. Um his opinion statements hold no weight. Won't even go do shows in a studio anymore does him in a basement, can't listen in more than five minutes because of his political themes. And, and that's how it is. Y- you're 100% right. And we'll get to that coming up. It's, you know, some, sometimes even um, radio shows that, that maybe talk about things that I believe in or, or, you know, even that sometimes turns me off a little bit. And that's why, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm really watching myself with the, with the power hour because we're not going to talk about political things every day, but obviously today is a day that we got to kind of talk about political things. It is election day, but are we talking about politics every day? No, it's not going to be every day, but just depends, you know, what's happening, but you know, I had to bring up the saints today. Obviously, it's, um, it's, it, it's not good. It's, it's not good. I wonder if Alvin Kamara <laughs> changed his mind and Cat wants to go, to go to the Eagles now. No, that says a little bit about Alvin Kamara, though. He said, according to Twitter, that he wants to stay in New Orleans. Look, am I still a hoot at for life? Yes, you gotta take the good with the bad. You can't you can't jump off the bandwagon. You can't jump on the bandwagon when your team is doing good and not doing good. You just you just can't. But I don't know. We have some issues as Saints fans. And and look, I was blind at the beginning of the season. I'll say that. I'll say that. John says, Taysom Hill can do exactly what Lamar Jackson did last night. They're not much different at all. It's coaching. Got to kind of agree with John a little bit there. You know, and I I wasn't a fan of Taysom Hill being quarterback for the Saints. But, again, hindsight's always 20-20. Looking back now, maybe we should have gave him a shot. And, and things maybe could would be different. You know, Taysom Hill over Andy Dalton, maybe. But I still wanted to give crab legs a shot, man. I still wanted to eat that W with Jameis Winston. Again, somebody that I didn't really care for as a Saints fan. He was the enemy playing for Tampa Bay. But when our coach and our quarterback took him in, you see him put in work ethic. You see him losing weight. You see Jameis Winston Winston getting in shape, learning, kind of changing his ways. I'm like, man, maybe, maybe he deserves a second chance. And my hope was last year that we saw Jameis Winston. He does well. Cool. He does not cut him. We didn't get to see that. He got hurt. And he got hurt again this year, but he's back, supposedly ready to go. Dennis Allen, not ready to change just yet. But still, man, who dat? Who dat for life? Real quick, too, I wanted to mention this. Um, This is locally Bandito Shocks, their fifth annual Making Christmas Come True. The local Red and Gold Motorcycle Clubs coming together for their fifth year in order to make this Christmas special for needy children in Acadiana. Each year's goal is to get bigger and better, help more children, help more families. Your help is needed to continue with this success. They're taking donations of new bicycles and toys to be distributed at Cajun Harley-Davidson on December 17th. So if you want to help, you can Uh, You can do a bicycle, you can do toys, you can do monetary donations. This is always uh, a pretty big event at Cajun Harley-Davidson for the Bandito Shocks. Their fifth annual Making Christmas Come True. Um, Look, I'll I'll put this up right here. That's the number you can call Stick or you can call Hammer for more information. I'll put that up right there. Um, You can message me here, and I'll get some information for you, too. But... um, December 17th, Cajun Harley-Davidson, 9 until 2 if you want to help out some kids this holiday season. You know, and again, you know, want to be positive. Don't want to be all doom and gloom with our Planet Power Hour. But this was kind of saddening to me today. And I think also this kind of thing has a lot of people thinking who they're voting for today. But it's from a personal capital survey, Thanksgiving, a, a time for big family celebrations. Food, right? Family, drinks, I don't know, maybe you fry turkey, drink beer, you know, whatever you do for Thanksgiving, it, it's a time to give thanks and a time to be with your family. But a new survey finds that the struggling U.S. economy forcing Americans to cut back this year or not even celebrate at all. One in four Americans say they're actually skipping Thanksgiving altogether in order to save money. One in three are hosting smaller dinners, and 88% are cutting at least one dish from their table in order to make ends meet. It kind of has me speechless. And if you are in a situation where... You don't have to say, look, you know, I'm kind of joking around, but but it's not funny. You know, let's not have the green bean casserole this year because we can't afford it. You know, let's let's get just a ham because we can't afford the turkey. One in three hosting smaller dinners. Eighty-eight percent of people that took the survey are cutting one dish from their table. Now, if I had to cut a dish, again, I'm just joking here, it would be pumpkin pie because that's not for me. But it's really not a joking in matter. If, if you are not cutting anything from your Thanksgiving dinner this year, if you are having family over, if you are making that trip, if you are doing okay, that's something to be thankful for. 88% of people are cutting one dish from their table to make ends meet. I don't think that the election results should take that long. Shouldn't take days, this this voting cycle, if you will. But they're saying it's going to take days. If this big wave happens, how are they going to spin it? How are they, with things going so bad in in America, how are they going to spin it? And is it going to be the same old media? I don't know. Elon Musk said we talk about this. Says he's putting off his $8 fee for Twitter verification, at least for now. And I didn't really know too much about this. And I looked up the story. And he wanted to do a $7.99 per month fee to get verified. This is from NPR, found this story this morning. They, they, Twitter began advertising the launch of its paid subscription service in Apple's app on Saturday. This is all part of Elon Musk's overhaul of Twitter. The blue check was free, given to verified accounts on Twitter. But now, Twitter blue... Would allow you to pay $7.99 a month and get verified. Which could be a, a good thing. Wouldn't that be a better way to verify the account? The new model, though, raised alarm about the consequences that the system could have on disinformation for the 2022 midterm elections. This year, I don't think there's that much misinformation, man. You can see it. You can see it. You can see it at the gas pump. You can see it in your checkbook. You can see it in your 401k. You can see it at the grocery store. The misinformation is just out there this year. Don't know. Don't know. But he decided to put the blue check on hold. Now, those who would normally get the blue check, celebrities, politicians, um, you know, official businesses, companies, stuff like that, would get this feature. But Twitter blue is what Elon Musk wanted to call it. And he decided to pull that back a bit. Elon Musk and Twitter also laid off half of its workforce to cut costs. Elon Musk said the company losing more than $4 million a day. Now, is that Twitter blue check verification, eight bucks a month, a chance for someone or a chance for them to recoup a little bit of money? I think I would say yes to that question. But, I mean, it is a business, right? Supposedly, there's, you know, companies and advertisers that are are leaving, because they think it's going to be just a free-for-all, hate speech platform. But I don't know. Now, Elon Musk, he explained his reasoning for the verification revamp in a tweet on Saturday. He says, quote, far too many legacy verified check marks were handed out, often arbitrarily. So in reality, they're not. Verify. That's according to his tweet. He says, quote, you can buy as many as you want right now with the Google search. Piggybacking off payment system plus Apple Android is a much better way to ensure verification. So that's kind of what they want to do. They want to do it through the app system and make that a way to verify. But if it would, it would charge. Now, according to this story from NPR, Big Tech Watchdog groups had said that making changes to verification standards so close to the election could be confusing or dangerous. Not the fact that a, a dozen of eggs is 12 bucks. Not a fact that gas is 350 plus. Not the fact that diesel is... $5.69 $569 a gallon. Uh-uh. Let's not talk about those real things that affect people. Right? That affects us in our in our wallets. In our families, in every no, it's the damn misinformation on Twitter and, and blue verification checks. That's what it is. Out of touch, man. Out of touch. All these all these politicians. Out of touch with us. Some some people have been in there for 40-plus years, man. 40-plus years. You get used to the money under the table, the hands washing, the hand washing, the the power. 30, 40, 20-plus years. Term limits, maybe. I don't know. But would you pay $8 a month for to to be verified on Twitter? I don't I, I don't know if I would. Um now of course also let me let me pull up this story here. There was another story that I had that had to do with Twitter. And I thought I had it ready to go. No, it's not. Uh pickle scented candles. <laughs> We're not going to talk about that. Not going to talk about not lift not being able to lift someone up if you're touching their chin. That's kind of a deal on um uh, on TikTok now you you like you hold your hand under someone's chin they can't pick you up. Uh not going to talk about Chris Evans being People Magazine's sexiest man alive. Um Man, where is this other Twitter story? Oh, here it is. Yeah. So it's about putting putting the verification on hold. Um but also causing people to bail. Whoopi Goldberg announced yesterday that she's joining the bailout of Twitter, saying, quote, this place is a mess. If it settles down enough and I feel more comfortable, maybe I'll come back. But what was the other... Uh, what's the other lady on The View, Sonny, compared white suburban women voting Republican? It was like roaches voting for raid. And that's kind of a paraphrase, but she said that. And, and again, it's just... it's just it. For me, it's just the double standards. It's just, it's just the double standards when it comes to that. It, white suburban women voting Republican is like roaches voting for raid. There's no balance anymore. There, there's, there's no balance. And I said that, you know, we talk about the Howard Stern thing. If we had time. Um, but yeah, just keep an eye on that verification process for Twitter. Um, the planet is now on Twitter. Listen to the planet. We're on Twitter. Uh, and I think like I got an email just before I started the the power hour that I guess I had, I had to do some verifying. Maybe I didn't like log in enough and had to do some verifying to, to get the account back online. But listen to the planet. Obviously we're live on Facebook right now. If you want to like us on TikTok, we're getting closer to a thousand followers on TikTok. Uh, listen to the planet. Everything follows Listen to the Planet. Facebook, Instagram, got uh, Listen to the Planet online. Uh, sorry, listen to the Planet.com, That is our website. And Listen to the Planet. I don't think I got all that into the handle for Twitter, but you can follow us on Twitter if you're doing the Twitter thing. But I like to go live on TikTok but you need a 1,000 followers to go live. And I didn't want to buy them. You know, I I didn't want to do it the back-end way. Kind of like with the station, the planet, you know, I wanted to grow it here in South Louisiana first. Obviously, being an online station, anyone, anywhere around the world can listen. Uh, But most of it's being uh, for us here in South Louisiana. didn't really do too much pushing nationwide, but... You know, will we? Yes. But I wanted to grow it here locally first, and it's growing. Um, So thank you for that, for listening, for telling people about the planet, um, all that good stuff. But, you know, just scrolling and looking for a few things today, I I saw this story on Fox News. And and again, it's kind of like the double standard thing, the roaches and the raid that I just mentioned but howard stern and again phil commented in the chat just like um he said howard stern's no longer relevant his opinion or statements hold no weight and and i believe it howard stern man used to be a very good radio show host i i i I dug him early on in my radio career he was that shock jock he pushed the envelope kind of did what he wanted and was pretty good now now got very political but Howard Stern and, and, and again my, my point to sharing this story is the, the hypocriticalness he he he's very political and he said on, a, on one of his latest shows that some of the candidates that people are actually, and he said, effing Herschel Walker, <laughs> holy f, they're saying he's going to win Georgia. Are you effing dummies? So people who decide to vote for Herschel Walker, they're, they're dumb. Now he's all, he also asked this question. You know how they always talk about another civil war? He says, I think there is gonna be one. I mean, how the F you elect that guy, you gotta be out your effing skull. Now, dude, dude's dropping F bombs all over. And I mean, he's on Sirius XM. And I mean, could I drop F bombs if I really wanted? I I could, but I'm I'm choosing not to. He says, I gotta say, I mean, are you effing kidding me? I don't care what party, what you believe. What do you think would be good for America? Would you really vote for this effing, I don't know what the F-E is? I was going to say like mental case, but I don't even know if that's fair to mental cases. I just don't know. Howard Stern about Herschel Walker. No. Reverse those roles and somebody would be getting canceled. That's, that's kind of just my whole thing, man. You talk about someone on the other side, and then somebody's getting canceled. You know, some other radio show talks about, I don't know, the other candidate, which I don't even know, going against Herschel Walker. And then it would be, it w- it would be a big deal. But because of Herschel Walker's beliefs, it's, it's not. But anyway... Again didn't want to get all political on our power hour but today's election day remember I said it earlier go out and vote make sure you go and vote today here in Louisiana we have until eight o'clock. Um, what else did I want to mention today? Oh this is this is kind of cool real quick and then we're going to wrap up with passive aggressiveness <laughs> in the office. <laughs> Do you have some passive aggressiveness going on in the office? I don't, you know, but it would be me doing it to myself. But I wanted to talk about this. If you already have your Christmas tree set up, are you doing it way too early? Again, man, do you? Mama wants to hang up the Christmas decorations. She wants to pull out the Christmas tree. Mama wants to put the Santa and Mrs. Claus salt and pepper shakers on the table. She wants to break out that Christmas dish rag that comes out only once a year and put it over the the oven handle, uh, the door handle. Go ahead. Go ahead. Do you. But... According to tradition, Christmas trees and decorations should go up on the fourth Sunday before Christmas. This year, that falls on Sunday, November 27th, which would be the Sunday following Thanksgiving. You know, man, I still come back to that story that I read. 88% of people cutting a dish from their Thanksgiving celebration. You know, one in four, not even celebrating Thanksgiving. If you are and and you're okay, you have something to be thankful for this year. Don't don't skip, I mean we should be thankful and and grateful every day. But don't don't skip Thanksgiving this year, man. And gotta remember Christmas, right? It's about baby Jesus. And then we're ringing in 2023. (laughs) We're ringing in 2023 with a Saints loss to the Philadelphia Eagles. Can't believe I'm being pessimistic about that. I can't. But after last night. And the way the Philadelphia Eagles are playing. But watch. Watch. You know, the Saints may have nothing to lose in the second to last game. And they beat the Philadelphia Eagles, but the Eagles are looking good, and I didn't click on it. I got a notification from uh, Fox Sports last night, and I didn't read it yet, a push notification, and it was about, could the Eagles go 17-0? Jalen Hurts, what, Miles Sanders, but boy, could you imagine if they would have made a deal for Alvin Kamara? Better put some money on the Philadelphia Eagles to win the Super Bowl. Um, let's see. Let's get let's get to this. Let's get to this passive aggressiveness. Let's let's in on um on a somewhat fun note here on the power hour. I lost I lost it. Oh, here it is. And it's just one of these, you know, random little stories. Oh, by the way, should election day be a federal holiday? Two thirds of people in the U.S. say yes. Give everybody a chance to go out and and vote. But passive aggressiveness in the office. (laughs) What? (laughs) Do you have a passive-aggressive coworker? Are you that passive-aggressive employee? 69% of people say that passive-aggressiveness is a problem at their workplace. And half say it's gotten worse in the last few years. Now, what do people mean when they say passive aggressiveness at work? This story ranked five of them. Number five, being dishonest. Is that passive aggressiveness? says just lying about people you don't like. Crushing somebody. Making them look bad in front of the boss. Number four. Being sarcastic in a mean way, that's (laughs) passive-aggressive. The example they give is like, oh, yeah, I think that's a brilliant plan, Johnny, Sally. (laughs) Number three, giving people the silent treatment. Is that going on at your workplace? Disengaging instead of confronting them about stuff. You don't want to say, man, that report was bad, dog. That report was bad. You mind redoing it? Nope, you're just not going to say anything. You're going to give them the silent treatment. But if you do tell them that report was bad, they're going to want to get mad at you. Number two, complaints and resentment. The example they give, if your coworker was a jerk last week, you complain to your boss about something unrelated like their messy desk. So not saying that, you know, John was a jerk. Oh, man, John's desk is messy. Dude's messy, too. And how about number one? This is probably, I, I agree with this being number one. And, you know, something that goes on in the workplace, gossiping or talking behind someone's back. Or are you doing that out of the office? If you're not, then someone's doing it to you. <laughs> Seriously. If you're not the one talking about somebody, you're playing you're playing Mr. or Mrs. Goody Two Shoes. Yeah, somebody's somebody's talking about your back or behind your back. 54% of people that took this survey says it's something they see a lot. And I think the answer to that is right. That's a few things that I wanted to touch on today in the Power Hour. Again, something new that we have on the planet. 8 until 9, visiting some of the top headlines of the day. Still got a few minutes left, five or six minutes. Got a new YouTube channel set up. It is called, I think, uh, let, me, let me pull it up while I have it here. But I think it's the Planet Power Hour with Chris Logan. I think that's what I called it. And by the way, so I switched my old YouTube channel, which was Class Reunion with Chris Logan, to this new one. It is called the Planet Power Hour with Chris Logan. The handle's at Planet Power Hour. But the content from this will be uploaded, or I should say the video from this Power Hour uploaded to the new YouTube channel, so make sure to subscribe. I would appreciate that. Uh, I think, I don't know, we have over 250 subscribers, I believe. The content will live there. Also, we'll be getting an audio podcast. Apple, Spotify, Google, probably Stitcher, a a few of the other audio platforms, and then taking the audio from this and putting it on the audio podcast, too. So, kind of a, a few different platforms that we're using. I, I kind of wanted to do it. And look, I, I, I work mostly by myself. A lot of what I'm doing at Chris Logan Media here on the planet. My new station, Millennium, which by the way is Listen to Millennium, that is a 2K pop hit station. I just launched that two, three weeks ago. Listen to Millennium.com if you want to check it out. Or you can download. The app, App Store, Google Play, search for Listen to Millennium. So I got that going. Um, Got the other parts of Chris Logan Media, website updating and uh, social media management. Got a a text message marketing service that uh, I just launched as well. Give an opportunity for businesses to communicate with their customers via text message. So I got all that going, and it's mostly just me. Got a little bit of help, but mostly just me and I'm like man I want to get some online content I like to get a YouTube channel going I like to get a podcast going but how do I find the time and then I thought of this innovative way of doing the power hour visiting some of the daily headlines talking about it and that would be part of the morning show on the planet but also part of all my other online content as well YouTube channel I I can I can cut up you know, pieces of, of the video, if a like, and post that on social media, the audio podcast coming, all that all that cool stuff, and just, just try to get it done, man, one day at a time, and you miss 100% of the shots that you don't take. Remember that. It's okay if you miss, but you will miss if you do not take a shot at all. But thank you for listening. We're going to do it again tomorrow morning, going live at 8 a.m. On our Planet Facebook page. Also continuing the morning show on the Planet, if you're listening. If you're watching on Facebook, the Planet, your home for 90s and 2000s rock. We got all that back-to-back, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Bridget Rose hanging out this afternoon. We got Mandatory Metallica. At 8 o'clock tonight, followed by The Dark Side, where we go a little harder and we go a little deeper. Until 10 o'clock, like after Mandatory Metallica until 10, got the Hangover Cafe every Sunday morning. Early 90s rock, you know, from the grunge era, you know, mid-90s rock. Late 90s rock, early 2000s rock, mid-2000s rock. All living right here on the planet. So, thank you for being part of the Power Hour today. If you're commenting, all that stuff, we appreciate it. Continue to do so, and we'll do it again tomorrow at eight a.m. Appreciate you being part of the Power Hour. Getting back to more music on the.